Hello, teens. You're listening to Jurgen at the only podcast about the secret life of the American teenager. I'm your irreverent reverend, Sam Canning. And I'm your priest, rabbi, and minister, Jordan Canning. I have had that nickname written in my notes for about 50 episodes now. It's Reverend just Stone, been, the irreverent reverend. Just been, wait, just been waiting for Reverend Stone to appear again. I was we starting never to wonder if I'd ever be able to use that Whoever would have thunk that Reverend Stone would be coming back. Yeah, he's back. He's back uh, with a vengeance. Probably never again after this, but probably. Uh, this is season three, episode twenty-four. It's not over till it's over. Title: Watch. Uh, I don't get it. It's true. I mean, I guess the episode it's ended at the end of the episode. <laughs> That's really sort of the episode title equi- equivalent of the bigger they are, the larger they are. Yeah, I don't. What what was what's not over was something uh, their relationship Adrian and Ben's relationship Amy and... oh God are they implying that are they hinting that there might be more Adrian uh, Amy Ben Ricky Adrian shit maybe we never know this could just All be right. a bullshit title that means nothing yeah I fucking hope so this episode was written by Elaine Arada and directed by Anson Williams Anson Williams captain of our I think ship. this is our first Elaine episode since we've been checking. How did Elaine treat you? Well, first of all, I have to I have to note, uh, I need to start getting the names from the opening credits because Wikipedia said that Brendan Brenda wrote this one. Now Bre- Brendan Brendan did not write this episode. Brendan didn't. Brenda also didn't, but Elaine did. Um, how was the episode? I did something unusual, which is that I watched it a second time right before we recorded. Okay. Uh, just because I had nothing better to do, and, and also it- because I forgot <laughs> uh, everything about it. Um. Uh, it, uh, I feel like this wasn't the worst. It wasn't the best. It had a lot of mid-tier it, secret life. It had a lot of moments that really got me scratching my my head, like yeah, moments where but things nothing just... nothing really made me super mad. Yeah, but it's just like, are they even trying anymore? Nope. Why are they doing uh, this to me? Should we just fucking get Let's into go it? into it? So, so this is a Miss O'Malley heavy episode. It is. Which I'm I'm cool with, I guess. She's I mean, as fine. long as she's doing something. She's I think she's, she's better than Melina. She's better than Melina. She's better Ooh. than Bink. I don't know if she's better than Kochler, but Kochler was really interim, so I don't feel like it, it matters that much. So I, I mean, Kochler is the gold standard of counselors. But, but Kochler also didn't really do that much positive, you know? Right, but he did. He he undid a lot negative. I think I don't remember. I don't really remember what Coachler did. I'm so actually. Uh, so O'Malley asks Adrian what her plan is, and Adrian says, "I'm doing drugs." Ha! <sighs> She's talking about an epidural. Oh, yeah. And okay, Brenda expects. Why did me she to believe... do that? Why did the, what was the point of that line? Funny. Oh, so right. Elaine Arada expects me to believe that Adrian has sincerely thought this entire time that she will only need one week off from school after having a baby. Well, the joke is that she's funny and irresponsible. Right. Just like how Adrian she told has... her mom, just like how she told her mom, like, oh, we, well, yeah, I'll deal with the, the flowers and the photographer later. Right. That's how Adrian's always been characterized. And uh, she tells O'Malley that they're going to be getting a nanny. And O'Malley's like, 
have you ever have you discussed this with your mom or like anyone who's had a baby and she's like no, no. just ben Mr. i mean i know he's never had a baby yeah. but and then ben bursts into the room like excuse me i have had a baby. i had a son his name was john and ricky's taking care of him uh yeah. so and miss o'valley says uh that when you have a baby the baby cries and wakes you up at night and it doesn't sleep eight hours a day and adrian yep. doesn't seem to think that's a problem which well, is... she says uh, that, no, literally what happens is O'Malley says that and uh, she's like, you're going to be up all night feeding the baby and changing diapers. And Adrian says, what? No, 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 no. That's for women your age. You know, when you're a teen mom, you know how Amy had a baby and she just had someone else do well. Maybe that's not the... Well, she tried. She but, tries. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Adrian basically has to say, but Amy had now that I think about it. Oh, man, man. I was throwing a lot of shade at Adrian when I should have just been throwing a shade at Amy this whole time. Right, now, I mean, the is... only difference is Amy Amy intended for her family to raise the baby for her, whereas Adrian Adrian is going to use uh, Ben's funding. Right, she's like, well, I have money, unlike Amy, who's God. poor or also rich, but... <laughs> we never... Uh, you never really know with the Jurgens how much money... How much money two houses owning George Jurgens really has. In our defense, by the way, uh, we also gave Amy lots of shit for that, so we We did we give consistent. Amy lots of shit for being a very... When she quick, called her son a curse. Quick shout out to O'Malley uh, for saying that both parents should be with the baby. Non-gendered yeah. parental leave for both parents. Hell yeah. Hell now. yeah. Right now. Thanks, Bernie. We don't even have paid parental says, leave for moms. O'Malley says that Adrian should probably expect to have to go to summer school, and she says no. Oh, she hates summer it. school's for losers. God, Adrian. If you go to summer school, teens watching this show, you're a loser, according to Adrian, a character that you're supposed to like. Yeah, fuck you. I'm going to kill you. Or maybe this and is because the villain is saying it, so you think, oh, it's okay to go to summer school. Hey, I can't. The show doesn't seem to know how it wants us to feel about Adrian lately. Uh, I think it really changes. Can I complain about Ben for a second? Always. 20 seconds. So the scene sort of jump cuts because Miss O'Malley says, oh, you need to talk to Ben. And then it jump cuts to Ben being like, I'm fine with her going to summer school, but I really don't. No, no, no. no. He says he's fine with going. Oh, he's fine with going. I'm fine with going to summer school, but I really don't want to be homeschooled because I don't, because there's a baby at home. And then he fucking says that uh, the nanny that he's going to hire is going to do all of the hard stuff, such as. The hard stuff. Ready? Ready for this list? Bathing, uh-huh. feeding, changing, you know, naming, sure, why the fuck not? Oh, parenting. Loving the baby. The nanny can do that. We don't gotta do that. Yeah. But then, he says that he he says that he wants to be home as much as can possible you to supervise fucking the nanny. Imagine a more humiliating career. You don't know raising a baby like I do. <laughs> imagine being a, a professional paid nanny. And you already have to deal with, like, rich people all the time because, you know, they don't want to raise their own kids. But you are now being hired by a rich teenager who does not have the time to raise your baby, but he does have the time to watch you raise his baby and judge every second of it. Right. I don't like the way you're holding that baby. I'm not going to do this. But I am going to stand here watching you do it and tell you you're doing it wrong. That change was not fast enough. Go faster. Make the baby poop again and do it again. Okay, Mr. Boykovich. Uh, now, okay, so this is, uh, oh, th- before before we started, I asked you if you caught Ricky's flubbed line. Oh, uh, I want to hear a flub. Uh, so Ricky's oh, also talking ben, to Amy Also, in the Ben asks uh, fr- for Friday off because he's got a wedding. Yeah, uh, so Ricky is talking to Amy in the hallway, and this is what this is what he says, and this is how he says it. He goes, Tired of talking about it, Amy. I think we've waited long enough. This weekend, is it all right? This weekend, is it all right? <laughs> this weekend, is it all right? 
This weekend is it all right? <laughs> this weekend is it all right? Is this weekend thing. is it all right? I watched it like ten times and it That's fucking kills funny. me. No one caught uh, that and was like, "Hey, Darren, can we record that line again?" It's supposed to be like, "This weekend I only is do it- one take, okay?" I'm a one take kind of guy. I'm too cool right. for. Uh, I'm too cool to read these lines again. Uh, and, uh, so Amy, Amy's this fucking sucks. Amy's like. Ricky, I'm not going to be pressured into sleeping with you. And he he says, "Oh, I thought you were not... saying it sucks that Amy's not going to sleep with him." No, no, no. His oh. response is, "It's not pressure. It's going to be fine. Oh, You're making oh, it too oh. important." And then oh. he kisses her. Oh, oh, it's not pressure, Ricky. You're not. No, I'm not. Her? I'm not pressuring you. I'm just telling you <laughs> that this weekend is it all right. This weekend is it all right? Uh, and they're having this conversation like right next to right the doorway outside. to Amali's office, and she's like kind of about she's to leave, and then she's like, she's like Ooh. "Ooh, oh!" And uh, Amy doesn't want to have sex the week that Adrian and Ben are getting married because you know, I mean, I agree, it's kind of a turn off to think about that awful wedding. Yeah, and Ricky's like, "It's, it's not a big deal. This and weekend you're is it, do it. This weekend it is, is it all right?" Over. And then uh, you see O'Malley like kind of funny, awkwardly trying to leave her office, but she's like, "Oh, I can't," so she just. This is such a weird cut. She she sighs and she walks back to her desk and there's a shot of her like looking down at some papers or something. And then she looks back up and Ricky is standing in her office and says, what do you want? And sits down. Yeah. So I, yeah, so I guess sense. what's going on is that O'Malley had like called him called into her, him office. her office. And then he, but, he God, had the a conversation so about, about sex out, right outside the door that's always open, of course. Mm-hmm. Open door and policy. then he just sort of waited for her to put her guard down to sneak in to make an entrance right uh so but also she was like trying to leave her office so i don't fucking whatever uh she's trying to leave so her she, office she to tell tells ricky him something to... very interesting which is uh you know how ricky doesn't want to go to college i thought that for a long time especially when he said he didn't want to go to college she says he was very sure colleges that... wants to interview you and he... he's like so what i don't want to go to college okay. He was very sure that he didn't want to go to college. Now you're telling me that he applied to what is apparently so good of a college that its name cannot be said aloud. <laughs> right, right. We'll get to that. We'll get to that later. Uh, but So, like, what is this where Ricky is like, I mean, it's it's somewhere, I'm assuming it's like UCLA or something, maybe. Is that a good college? Who knows? Uh, I mean, I don't fucking know how sure good any college is. But imagine, but, uh, but like, Ricky's like, I don't want to go to a college. I'm going to apply to one of the best colleges in the state. I mean, it's probably not UCLA because he, they say that it's like a, a, few, a few hours away. Well, yeah, it's a few hours from small town LA. <laughs> right. It's, it's, it's like hey, a couple miles. With that but kind you know of traffic, traffic, it is. takes <laughs> <laughs> uh, LA people so, get it. But uh, yeah, just the idea that he has a first choice of colleges when he doesn't want to go to any of them, including this one. And she's like, uh, She's, she, what does like, Ricky even, even know? know I... What does Ricky even want to know? He he said. Well, I'll tell you. I'll tell you one thing. What oh, I, know I know what he wants. I know what he wants too. He and... says, "I don't know. I don't even know if I want this." And the fucking school counselor says, "Well, I know what you want, and you might want to try a little romance." Can you fucking stop, Miss O'Malley? Can you let Ricky's penis be his own business and not yours? You're an adult. Yeah. See, Coachler was the best counselor they ever had because he never fucking did this shit. Yeah, it was Jack who came on to him. No homo. They literally... Whatever. They, uh, they, and then Ricky's like, uh, I tried romance. Don't I you remember that scene where I gave Amy a her golf the lesson? God, that was the and height of romance. she still won't even fuck me. She didn't do it, even though I showed her how to swing and she was bad at it, and then I laughed at her. she's a girl, and then O'Malley gives him a list of questions to prepare for this interview, and he's like, ugh. I don't even know if I want to go to an interview. That's why I applied. What? And then George... Uh, 
Who? I mean, there's nothing wrong with applying for colleges, like, to keep your options open, but the I, it's, the, it's the phrase, your first choice of colleges, when he is so not into it that really gets well, me. Well, I just anyway. don't understand why, why he was so adamant on this whole issue. Like, I don't know. I don't understand the point. It, it was when Leo said, you're planning on going to college, right? Well, he, he, said, apl- he applied to go to college so that he could have an excuse for Amy not to move in with him. <laughs> <laughs> Remember? Right. That's literally what happened. <laughs> he applied to Harvard just to, yeah, just so to George, avoid intimacy. So George finds Ashley in her room and she's hard at work studying because I guess she's actually making an effort at homeschooling now. Okay. And, and he says, what uh, are you writing? And she says, I'm writing about my period if that'll keep you from talking to me. And he says, no, you're not. And then he sits down and he says, do you think Amy's going to fuck Ricky this weekend? I This is what I love to talk about to my kids. And he and uh, and uh, Ashley says that that it's an eventuality. And Ricky and uh, George takes a big sip. Of, when did uh, you start using big words? He takes a sip of sixteen ninety three juice, and it's just like Ashley. By knowing that word, I think you might be a witch. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, what the hell? Did did you and your mom get together and use big that. words this did weekend? You, did she learn eventuality in her women's studies program? Ashley said, "This God, is the, one, this is one of those." George lines, is so bad in this episode. There's a there's a couple lines in this episode that I think like could be funny if it was a different show and different characters and different context and different, and different everything. Different writing but, and different jokes, uh, probably. Ashley's like, "Yes, Dad, that's what we did. We hung out all weekend and used big words." And that that's line could funny. have been funny, but it didn't. Yeah, even, the like, line make itself me smile is pretty all. funny. Yeah. Uh, George then asks if Anne is seeing someone, and for some reason, they have this exchange where the camera angles are super tight and close to mm-hmm. George and Ashley's face, just sort of cutting back and forth, and it was very discomforting. That's that Anson Williams directing style, that's, man. That's I gotta of, say. Know, yeah. Now that we're paying attention to directors, I don't think I like Anson Williams as a director. I don't either. It's one of those things that I, I, I it feels like all the shots are just laid out with just like no thought they're just like Move there's the a lot of like here. very weirdly paced like like just lines going back and forth that yeah it just feels weird it feels and wrong. like it feels like two people having a conversation where they're not interacting in any way it's just like they're recording them in different rooms or... it's like it's like they're just trading lines yeah it's just like they're trading lines instead of like having a human conversation ashley tells george that instead of worrying about who is who her uh her mom is dating he should just go out and get his own dick wet because I mean, George is a pussy magnet, and we know that's this the about thing. Him. And Ashley points this. Yeah, she's like, "Why don't you get a life?" And he says, "I don't know how." And Ashley's like, "What do you mean you don't know how? You used to cheat on our mom constantly. You had like fifteen mistresses." Remember how it was so? He was so he was such an attractive man that women would literally show up in his own backyard to hit on him. Yeah, bad and whitey. Go, bad whitey. Bad Your whitey. dog fucked my dog. Can I fuck can, you? Do you remember the time where George was a motorcycle boy and a woman in a convertible was like, "Hey, are you George Jurgens?" And he's like, "But that was totally. to, that was to serve him divorce." Yeah, papers. that she gave him divorce papers. That was a pretty good own. What a good show. And and uh, yeah, just Ashley's like, "What do you mean you don't know how to get a life? What about all the times you cheated on mom?" And he just says nothing, and the conversation moves on. And consider that lampshade hung. No, he 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 moves on to asking ashley about uh car lady and if and then, i know just the fact that he he says nothing about like yeah i guess i did used to fuck a lot <laughs> yeah just, but just like, he just got terrible he forgot how to yeah do he it. says what about toby's half sister car lady and she says no and then he's then he says <laughs> no she she's says, seeing she, she says, says sorry he says she's seeing josh who? isn't she and that line was very confusing because i thought that oh, he was talking oh, about car lady he's talking about he's talking about pimento senior 
Carlady's dating I, some teenager named Josh, isn't she? God, no, he, I was he's Josh talking, Jurgens. Yeah, Josh. Josh is uh, Anne's creepy Pimen- high school boyfriend, Pimenta adult senior, boyfriend. As we call him or Polenta, whichever you want. <laughs> yeah, or placenta. Or placenta. And, Anything that sounds kind of like pimento. Yeah, and now we go to Anne's. Uh, Pimento and the guy who wants, I guess is named Josh. Josh is wants asking, Anne to uh, to see if Amy can babysit Roberto on Friday. Right, Whoa. which by which mind you is Adrian and Ben's wedding night. Uh oh, and uh, because he wants to take Anne to a wedding. Yeah, his friend Alex's wedding because Brenda literally can't think of any other type of event. She only knows the one. She knows weddings. It's just, she it's knows baby fucking showers. classic Brenda bullshit. Where it's like, I mean, I guess this is Elena Rada bullshit. Where just every every time anyone is doing something, everyone has to be doing the same thing. Yeah, it's fucking pizza night all over again. Remember when? Remember? Yeah, remember when Marshall died, and so everyone else had to die, and they right, all and, had a golf course. And this is it. This is interesting, by the way. Anne says, I don't really like weddings. And and Josh, I guess, Polenta says, you said you wanted to go to Ben and Adrian's wedding. First of all, it's funny to me that he knows their names. And she goes, yeah, just to see if they'd go through with it. So, like, she's there as, like, a, a shock, like a freak show is what she's doing. Right, that's not, not cool, Anne. <laughs> Can you imagine then, Anne Jurgens at the wedding and then Adrian and Ben say I do and kiss and she's like, ah! Boo! No, she's just like, wow, they did it, they did it, they actually did it, holy shit. Polenta says that Alex has been married five times, so I guess he also is just Epic like, divorce, man. Come on, it'll be awesome. Al- Alex, Ruben, in quotes, Enriquez. Right, God. And then, uh, Do you like, did you notice that, that, uh, Anne and, and, Anne and, uh, and Sacramento were, uh, sitting around enjoying a delicious assorted plate of, uh, off-brand Oreo cookies? <laughs> I, I didn't notice I couldn't that, help but that's funny note. because you know who else is enjoying off-brand Oreo cookies who? is Ricky and his mom later in the episode. Oh, fuck, you're right. Everyone has to do but the you same know thing. What I, <laughs> but you know, know what I really loved about it was like, I mean, it's the fact that, that on this plate there was vanilla and chocolate Oreos or Ooh. whatever you call them. So like she had to have got The assorted two, pack. Yeah, the famous assorted pack of Oreos. <laughs> they got that variety uh, Anyway, Anne hates weddings. Uh, yeah, and he he says, "Why don't you want to go? Afraid I'll get ideas." And she says, "No, and God, says, no." Do you hope I'll get ideas? Like you've been dating for like two weeks. Fucking, why is everyone? Oh, also, every guy in this show is like. This. I forgot to. I think I talked about this a week ago or something. That that uh, that the only thing I remember about Pimento Senior was that he said something really gross, and I just want to remind the viewers of what he said. Uh, yeah, did we did we talk about it last I week? I feel like we t- I talked about it in the Discord, but I don't think I talked about it on okay, the podcast. Yeah, the thing ahead. he said was uh they were at the store and Anne ran into him and she said, Oh my god. She's like, Josh, oh my god. And then he says, Oh my god, I wanted to make you say that all those years ago when we were in high school. And that was his yep. that was his opener. That and was now, a, they're, and dating, now they're dating. And so cool. I guess I guess if you want to find someone, that's your that's a good one to try. But 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 but, but. do you know who's so gonna be at the remember, wedding? Remember when she said that she broke up with him in high school because he made a ham sandwich for another girl, yeah. Karen Corcoran? Uh-huh. Well, he says Karen Corcoran's going to be at the wedding, and then she makes that bitch Can face I say two because things women, about this. women, am I right? Women be catty. Women hold grudges since high school for the dumbest fucking reasons. But also, like, this show is so bad in, in like, the fact that it constantly needs to re-remind you of things, right? Uh-huh. I didn't fucking remember this. So I, 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 it took me like a while to remember who Karen Corporan is or Copran or whatever her name was. That was two yeah. episodes ago and it was like a one, two minute scene between these two. And they're like, 
Or they'll re- they'll remember this detail. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> yeah, everyone remembers the conversation about the ham sandwich. That's what I. That that's I what I get tattooed. I got my about. first Secret Life tattoo, and it just says like "broken up over a ham sandwich made by Karen Carpran of uh, uh-huh. Palm Springs uh-huh. High, 2005." Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And uh, then we're back with uh, Ricky and Amy. Sorry, I was so horny, Amy. I'll try not to do it again. He gives the best apology ever. He says, I'm sorry about before. When you're ready, all right? I'm not going to push you. After waiting an eternity, I'm not going to push you. Like, cool apology where you make sure to include how how, how long much, she's yeah. made you wait, you fucking dick. Like, sorry, just fucking Amy. keep it's pushing just... and apologizing and pushing and apologizing. It's so cool. Sorry, Amy. My balls were just so blue from the fact you wouldn't have sex with me that I'm getting kind of cranky about it. It's your, right. It and really she... is your fault. But then because uh, he's it's good, she says, ah, thanks, Ricky. I appreciate it because that's how relationships work. That's a good relationship I am just. Have. I know that it's like episode to episode, like you never fucking know what you're going to get from any character. Yeah. But in this episode, I am so fucking immediately done with Ricky's bullshit. Oh, yeah, me too. He was like, being shitty this episode. What a fucking douchebag. And uh, Amy said, Amy's like, I wonder if you're upset because your your girl is getting married. And then, and then he says, no, you're not upset that your boy is getting married, are you? And, and then they says, look at no. each other and like dramatic music plays because what if maybe, maybe no. And then she, and then he says, okay, but if you are, I can take your mind off of it. Honk, honk. And, she and then says, he says, he literally says, I'm a lunatic. She says, you're pathetic. Ha ha ha. And he says, ha ha, I know. And she goes, it's gonna <laughs> fucking god this is so, she goes it's gonna happen ricky you know it is and she kisses him and walks away and he just fucking stares at her for like three seconds and then cum explodes out of his eyes he's just like okay but could it happen now please please so it's amy walks so by adrian long. and grace and this is this is very important okay a- amy says to adrian and grace who are like sitting on the stairs she's like hey i'm gonna go get the photos from the shower out of my car and and they're like okay cool so i guess they're all friends now which is cool That's and fine. then uh she walks outside and she sees ben and he's like hey thanks for throwing that shower for adrian and she she tells him she's so sorry for all the awful things she said to him she apologizes she apologizes to him one two three four times before he's like yeah i'm sorry too <laughs> do you know what i wrote down in my notes was what is what? she apologizing for <laughs> The thing about, like, uh, your relationship bad. And then Ben says that but he's was, really happy. But it's true. I'm so happy. And you can see the pain leaking out of his eyeballs. And I'm, she says I'm that delighted. she's happy for him. And she says she hopes that the three of them are all very happy together. Oh, and my God. Can... And she walks away. And then Ben goes, you doubt that I'll be happy? Oh, my God. Can you fucking Shut knock it up. off, dude? You are getting married. Yeah, and, and then it, she she turns back and she's like, "I hope you're happy, Ben. I hope you're happy. Like that's says, all I can give says, you. I I don't know that you'll be happy, but I hope you are." I'm and seventeen, he goes, and I'm about to be a husband and a father, but I don't want to be either of those things. And great. then and, and then, then Amy's he, like, uh, 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 "I mean, uh, I love uh, it uh, actually." Uh, 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 and then Ben's like, "No, it's fine. It's fine. It was it was a moment of weakness. Just forget I said anything." Like. <laughs> Hey Amy, I, can you hold my baggage? Hey Amy, if I'm not protect, if I'm not guarding my emotions twenty four seven, I just start talking about how much I hate the situation I'm in. So can you just not share that with Adrian before we yeah, make what is here, supposed to be here, a lifelong commitment? This is your commitment? secret forever. Can you just keep it secret that I hate this bitch? <laughs> God, now okay, this is her. something I'll say. This is something I'll say. A rare moment. It's always very hard for me to reconcile my hatred of Ben with my appreciation for Ken Bauman, but I did like his acting here. 
I won't give it a cool teen moment though because I hated Can it. Can you talk without fucking yeah. yawning? You I'm really unprofessional tired. piece of shit. I said I'd really appreciate it if I mean I would have liked it more if you know it wasn't such a bad thing to see. Yeah, I, that's why I didn't I didn't make that note until my second watch. Like like yeah the the I'm trying to think of a, a funny thing to say here. It's not coming okay. out. So yeah, for for the record, I didn't take notes throughout the entire watch. I just jotted down a couple of things. Did you really? Notes. Anyway uh huh you didn't take any notes no i took notes the first time oh okay just on my second time i wasn't like taking notes thoroughly i just occasionally dr- jotted down a thing anyway adrian uh, anyway. so so ben has just said this horrible thing not a hor- it's not a horrible thing because i mean, I mean he he was being honest yeah like, he's being honest about his feelings and you can clearly see that he's not he's not ready for the situation he doesn't want to be in this situation okay anyway he's not okay <laughs> In the yeah. end, uh, but but like he, it plays like sad music, right? Because like uh-huh. you know, as a viewer, you're supposed to be like, oh my god, this is this is a bad situation, right? Yeah. And then Adrian shows up, and then well, what happens is what happens, and this is this is very important, because uh, remember when I said that Amy goes out to get the uh, the pictures from yeah. her car to show to Adrian and Grace, and they yeah. say, okay, cool, and that she doesn't. Ben comes back inside, and Grace is gone. She's gone. Fuck it. Fuck Amy. And then, uh, yeah, he finds her still sitting on the stairs, and and he like he like helps her up, and she goes, "Thanks, I was gonna sit there until you showed up. It's like I've been waiting my whole life for you, Ben." And then sweet music plays. Right. Well, well, it's it's a. I couldn't really tell. No, what I was it supposed like to it goes it goes it goes from sweet it goes from like oh to like sweet right when he sa- she says I've been waiting for you my whole life, and then Ben frowns, which is kind of the sequel to Ben drowned. It's a much less severe. Nice creepypasta and, and then they hug they hug and he says what could possibly she says what's wrong and he says what could possibly be wrong i'm about to be a father and a husband and then the music is, tur- that's called dramatic and, irony but, but when he says when he says it joy. when he says like when he's frowning the music goes back to like uh-oh music and then when he uh-huh. says i'm about to be a father and a husband the music turns sweet again and you're just supposed to completely forget the like complete thing that just happened right and I you're supposed c- to be I, like I, Oh, Ben is just Ben is is completely reluctant to be married to Adrian. He obviously doesn't really want this marriage. He just thinks it's an obligation. But right. I love it, and it's so sweet. And I wish I That's had a the guy. Thing like is, that. I honestly couldn't tell if what we were supposed to be getting from this is like he was having second thoughts. But when he sees the girl he loves, he remembers like how excited he is. Or is this him going? He's he's just like going deeper into the lie. I honestly couldn't tell which this well, was look, supposed to be, but the Brenda's music world, makes it seem like it's the first. In Brenda's world, in what's her name, Elaine, Elaine Arada, and in, in Elena's world, if you fake it, you make it, and if you don't love the person you're with, just pretend, and that's just as good. Yep. And then Adrian and Ben hold hands and leave the school. So and sweet. He said he didn't presumably want to be. a few minutes later, Amy comes back in and is like, "What the fuck? What the fuck happened? I got my." <laughs> She's just like, "Well, never these go in again. the trash." So well, have you thought about maybe LOL. Amy? Do you think about maybe Grace needed to go to class? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, it's the end of the day. Oh, it's the end of the day, and that's and you know the day of no class. The, Adrian and Grace just got sick of waiting for Amy. So Leo comes into Ben's room after school, and he's like, hey, "All right, Ben, Benny's gonna Benny's about to give you some news that's gonna make you upset, but blah 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 blah." And then Betty comes in and she says, "I can't come to the wedding," and he goes, "What? How can you even justify this? Is someone dying? Someone better be dying." And, and she, she says. <laughs> You will not, you will not believe what Betty says. What does Betty say? My mother is dying. Why'd you say it in Ben voice? That's, that's, my Betty voice is kind of like funny Ben voice. My mother's dying. My mother is dying. I I can't do Betty voice very well anymore. I lost all the voices. I feel like, oh, you know what was kind of a nice, 
I wouldn't say it was good, but I did appreciate it. Was uh Betty Betty says that when she got married, Leo to Leo, uh her family who, as you may remember from way back in season two, uh she is estranged from. Mm-hmm. Uh she hasn't seen her mom since she was sixteen. Uh so you know, fifteen years by this show standards of how people look. <laughs> um and all of a sudden when they see her family saw her in a magazine getting married, they like called her. Uh, and, and, uh, Leo and Ben are kind of suspicious about this. And then Betty says, Well, right, because, 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 because they think like, but, but, I don't want to just move past the fact that Leo says they found us after our picture was in a magazine. Like, do Betty's siblings subscribe to like Sausage Industry Monthly? Like, what the fuck Rich magazine? asshole wedding aficionado. God. Oh, but, yeah, but what so... I was going to say is, uh, they're like, all of a sudden, a month later, oh, yeah, they say, uh, Leo says, Leo says, they see a, yeah, they see us ma- getting married in the magazine, and all of a sudden, a month later, her mom's just happens to be dying. And yeah, then, and he and fucking then, does, like, a funny shrug, because so, yeah. I guess he thinks, I guess and he, he thinks that they're lying, Betty, and Betty goes, Betty says, yeah, it's a real coinky dink, and then, and then, Leo we, Olds, then we cut to Leo eyes. wincing for funny, not a bad, I, I got the Betty voice Not back. a bad call-out joke, or uh, callback joke. Yeah, and then Betty says, that they set that now that I've rediscovered my Betty voice, uh, we get, and this was, this was another moment where I was like, the pacing on these lines is so weird. She's it's just like, busted. my family are kind of nomads. I mean, they're not real nomads. They're not thin like the nomadic people. What is they're really mean? roaming Idahoans, and they eat a lot of potatoes. My mother being the biggest Idahoan of all. That was, yeah, it's just weird breaks and spaces. Ben asks, he's like, oh, does this mean we'll get to postpone the wedding? And she's like, no, of course not. And he's like, fuck, I hate Adrian. I mean, I, 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 I really yeah, and, I love her. And Leo's, Leo's like, yeah, I think they're lying. They're just trying to get back into her life because they know that she has money now. Like, what's the fucking play here? Is she going to get there and they're going to be like, Betty, it's so great to see you. Oh, mom, her brain came back together. It's no, fixed. it's like, it's her- like she's got momitis. She's better. So and if hey, you want to cure here, her, can I have money? If you want to cure her, she needs two million dollars in our in my bank account right now. <laughs> God, it's a Kickstarter. And now Leo says that he doesn't like the idea of Betty going there alone, so he's gonna send Mike with her. What is this man's responsibility? Does this have this guy, guy not- is not a chauffeur? He's in the mob. Does this guy have a family? He's in the mob. Oh. He's married to the mob. He's married to this mob, and he's gonna kill Betty's family. If he's they not try a anything. chauffeur. He's de- he's not a chauffeur. He's not a chauffeur. He's a driver. Like, right. He's he's a fucking ooh, Ray Donovan. Ooh, he's a fixer. Ooh. No, no, no. They call him Mike the Driver because his signature weapon is a big golf club that he kills you with. Ooh. He's and not he's about... also good at driving. <laughs> and they, and, and... His, his also his name is Carmen because he's a car man. Nice. And he's... yeah, just fucking what's gonna ha- she's gonna get here and be like. Hey everyone! Hey mom! How's dying? Like, oh, this is Mike. This is Mike. He's here to keep you. Don't mind the golf club. <laughs> you won't need to worry about that unless you try to take my money. In which case, you'll find that l- golf club lodged in your. Don't skull. mind his circuitry and his occasional British accent. Better stay back from Betty. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he's got he's got Terminator vision. This character is the all, most. It's interesting. all in like ye, ye old English font. Mike the Driver is the most rich and interesting character we've ever come up with. There's so many things going on for him. Uh, Betty, before yeah, she leaves, she says, okay, I'm gonna pack. No jewelry, no credit cards, and then she, like, brand drops a type of face cream, but I don't know. 
I don't definitely remember. not my La Mer cream. And then she Ben holds gives the Leo label a look up. and he goes, face cream, you know? And definitely ben just not goes, my clean and clear morning burst. And Ben just he goes, face cream, you know? And Ben just goes, no, I don't. <laughs> and like, that's another line. This, just like just like with the Yakuza, there's two things Ben doesn't know. Brand- it has the cadence of a joke, but it's it's not funny. It's not but funny. But I wanted it to be funny, but it just wasn't. And Imagine if this goes, show is funny. Leo goes, now you see the purpose of a prenup. Uh, and I, I don't really know what that has to do with. Like, I guess maybe I would have understood that better no, it's if I paid Leo more attention would- when they were getting deep into the prenup. I'm assuming that, that Leo was saying, like, he wanted he put a clause. He was going to put a clause in the prenup that was like, you can't travel without my permission. No God. escaping from the dawn. Yeah. Uh, hey, how's we, we Leo? To, uh, how's uh, how's Ruben in this episode? Well, we cut to Ruben yelling at his wife about how he's not okay with Adrian getting married by Jack's dad because he's a minister and not a priest. I want my daughter to be Catholic, and then Adrian's like, or er, uh, Cindy's like, okay, but she's not Catholic. She doesn't. She's too young to have declared yeah, he's, a religion. He's like, he's like, are, they're getting married by a minister. Is our granddaughter going to be Protestant? Can and you she fucking goes, shut no, up, dude? Adrian's not Protestant. <laughs> Also, Ben is like half Jewish, so I don't know what you're I talking still about. Don't my fucking dude. know what Ben's religion. They, they, he's fucking gotten everything he. He's like he. He didn't want her to get the abortion. She didn't get the abortion. He he wanted them to get married. They're getting married. He wanted them to get Jordan married before the is, baby came. They're like, getting married before the baby came, but it's not fucking good enough. This is one of the, the show, priest. The show has like such a waspy cast or waspy group of writers. I bet that what it is is just they're all Protestants. <laughs> you said waspy trying... cast. I mean writers because you remember that Ruben is not white. Ruben is Ruben is yeah. I meant, no, I meant I meant he's a the, the the It has nothing to do with the fact that I'm white. No, it's it's the fact that all these wasp wasps were writing the uh, script and they're like, "Well, Ruben's Catholic, so fuck those guys, right?" So, he's just going to be complaining about his Catholic values all the time. Except I, I don't know, but whatever. And then uh Ruben's But like, like, yeah, you're right. He has gotten everything he wants. He got his wife he got his not daughter, he got his grandkid that he fucking made her keep, not and, he wanted, and now he's like, well, it's not good and enough, Ruben's, because this wedding that is for, like, six people isn't going to be Catholic. And Ruben says that he wants Adrian to get a priest instead, and then Cindy goes, how about we get the trifecta? We get a rabbi, too. This It'll be so like bad. the beginning of a bad joke. A minister, a priest, and a rabbi walk into the wedding, and then he goes, that's not funny. And she says, I haven't gotten to the punchline yet. And then there's three full seconds of dead fucking silence. I thought she was going to get the punchline. I came up with the punchline, though. I think they forgot that the show doesn't have a laugh track. That was a Big Bang Theory-ass moment. That was they a Big Bang Theory. didn't have a laugh track. See, the, the punchline is... That the uh-huh. wedding is a, a polyamorous wedding between a Catholic, a Protestant, and a Jew. That's the that's the punchline. It's kind of an anti. What's the punchline? Uh, it's the it's the line where I'd want to punch Ruben in the face because he oh, kind of so sucks. So then yeah. uh, Adrian comes downstairs. Oh and no, because is- she also because Ruben's being shitty in another way where he's just like she says, "Have you thought about what you're wearing for the wedding?" And he says, "A suit." And then she says, "Okay, but everyone else is going to be in like super fancy." clothes and he says i'm not wearing a tux in my own house it's all about yep, me then, on this wedding day right exactly so and important. then uh adrian comes downstairs and she's she's like uh hey betty blah 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 idaho and then uh th- now this is this is the thing that really gets me i didn't write much about what adrian says to them but i what wrote, if ben, I came, what, what sure if ben came up what if ben came up to adrian and said adrian you know you're you're da ho <laughs> Great. So she it's a pretty funny says, joke, if you think about she it. She says 
she's like, it's not a big deal. Like, the wedding is going to be whatever. Like, we'll be done. I want to get home by nine because we just got cable and there's a movie we want to see at the condo. Mr. and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie. Okay, you can keep going. I'm just curious about 2005. Something. Okay, 2005. I was like, maybe this movie came out recently. It came out before the show was even on. Like, what, three years before the show was even on? Yes, they're fucking, we just got cable in our condo, and the first thing we did is check out what movies will be on TV on our wedding night, and <laughs> we're just so these psyched people, to get home from the wedding and watch this mediocre action comedy the, from fucking, like, these people seven are years ago. By, Sam, these teens are written by the most ancient, cr- crusty people that you've ever seen. They're so old, this is what they would do on their wedding night if they were getting married. Did the married. sex dry up that fast? Yes, it did. Okay. Like, just... He can't be horny anymore. This is is the thing that really gets me. If this was supposed... Suppose it was Amy getting married to Ricky. Yeah. And they had a condo somehow. Uh, Well, he's got his apartment. He's got his apartment. And she's, like, talking to her parents, and she's like, we want to get home... We want to get back to his apartment by nine, because we just got cable, and there's this movie we want to watch. I'd be like, oh, okay, she's saying that because she doesn't want to tell her parents, we want to get home so we can fuck... But this is Adrian, who is constantly telling everybody in the world about how much she fucks Ben. Yeah, like she genuinely just wants to watch Mr. and Mrs. Smith dust, on her wedding night. Dusty, rusty, shriveled. All of these words describe the writers of the show. This yeah. is a grandma then, thing. This is what a grandma would do. But this is nobody, a seventeen-year-old. No, I, I refuse to. Nobody would watch Mr. and Mrs. Smith. And then Ruben <laughs> tells her that she's not taking this seriously enough, and she says, "Whatever." And okay, seems like, epic. What are you divor- do? And then that's the end of the. She scene. says, "What? Okay, epic divorce man. Tell me more about how this is your fourth marriage, and and write me back in the morning." Uh, so Reverend Stone went to Phoenix, and I don't know if you've ever been to Phoenix, but uh, this is like the hub of all the hip lingo that all the cool kids say. So, so Reverend Stone like flips Reverend the Stone chair. Reverend Stone is always cool, to be fair. He, f- <laughs> Reverend Stone is always cool, but you know what isn't cool? The city of Phoenix. It's it's pretty hot here, and he turns nice. a chair three hundred sixty degrees, and he says, "I love to hang out with my son in the crib." And he talks <laughs> yeah. all about javelinas and other Phoenix. He's, Reverend Stone is having dinner with Jack at the guest house, and <laughs> they're eating soup I? that Jack apparently made, which fucking blew. I love that. <laughs> Quick note. Yeah, you know who's not here? Uh, Tom. Jack's mom. Who? Why the fuck? Why didn't she come with him? Jack's birth mother, who's his actual parent, not his step parent. Right? Like, why wasn't she be like, "Oh, you're going to you're going to visit Jack? That's great. Let me come with you." Like, she's like, I don't know, that. Sam. Why did Why did his parents decide to move to Phoenix and not take him? You're it's right. Probably because right, they, they don't like him that much. You're right. And yeah, he's like he's like Jack. Arizona's great. It's got the dry heat, the sunsets. I've never felt so close to God. And then Jack's like, "Have you been doing peyote?" And he says, God, "Nope." So funny. All on the natch. All on the natch. And then he says, "He says I'm so on fleek right now and dabs." Yeah. It's so and cool. He starts- and then he, and he says, says he's going watch to watch me whip. And then uh, Reverend Stone says that since the fuck it, this is this is an amazing line. OK, yeah, he says since the wedding is just Ben and Adrian and their parents like that, that's that's good. I as the as the minister, I can tone down on the oratory. Speaking of which, how's Madison? Speaking of or- oratory, what? Oh, he literally says that. Yeah, I, I guess it is what he says. Yep. It's, yeah. I can tone down on the oratory. Speaking of which, has Madison's God. He says. So and this is he, where we get just like a an autopsy of their relationship. Stupid. And Reverend Stone gives like one of the worst pieces of advice that anyone on this show has ever given. Well, it's it's oh a mixed my bag. God. So 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 he's like, "What's wrong with what's wrong it's with a mixed your bag?" Like Jack's nuts. Down. And uh, he asks if Jack still has feelings for Adrian. 
And he says, no, it's not Adrian. It's a problem with Grace. My problem is that she's sleeping with Grant. And he's like, oh, that guy's a nice fellow. Cool. Hey, hey, I, I fucking thought we were done with that last episode from that, like, oh, it's yeah, over Yeah, I know, but, right? You were yeah, so cool. sure. What, fucking whatever. Just it's fuck this it. show. It's this fuck show. It. Just fuck Jack it. Jack says he's depressed because he doesn't want to have sex with Madison, which we knew that. Because if she, if he has sex with Madison and then Grace and Grant break up, he's going to want to leave Madison. Shut the fuck up and, and move they, on. It's been fucking like two years. They have been broken up since season fucking two. He is so cucked all the time. And then Reverend Stone's like, that's so stupid. I think you're on peyote. And then he gives the best piece of advice he's ever given, except for the worst fucking reason. Because he tells Jack to break up with Madison, which is so valid. Before that, good. before that, before that, yeah. before that. He says. Oh, right, right, says, right. He says, did Grace give any indication that she still has feelings for you? And Jack says, no. She's been clear that she doesn't. But I don't know if I believe that. It's been two years, my dude. Okay. So all with all of that information in your head, imagine that your your teenage son had just told you that. You're a good father. Okay. Here's my advice. Here's my advice. Okay. Okay. Get over her. Get over Grace. Break up with Madison. Also, I hate Madison. She fucking sucks. Break up with her. Break up with Madison. Get over Grace. Find a nice talking paid extra right to, right uh, date or 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 don't come fucking don't. live with me your dad live in with phoenix. your dad in phoenix the the girls you there. are made for asu you are so good you would belong here come with me jack you're better at asu than i am i will teach you i will show you the ropes i i know all the all the hot fucking get yourself girls. a longboard and get over this get stupid over the, shitty character get yourself on the longboard to... and ride it down the street on the wrong side just like everyone at asu does and carve Get in everyone's way. It doesn't matter where they're standing. You're in everybody's <laughs> way on the entire sidewalk because you're carving that shit. Come on. Left to right. Left to right. Bob and weave. No passing is allowed. Anyway, he tells uh, – what he tells Jack is to break up with Madison. Because Thanks, Justino. And this – we're done. And the scene. <laughs> no, he's still – he tells it because because what if? What if one day Grant and quick, Grace break quick up? Quick note before you say this. Uh-huh. It's very important. Reverend Stone is like, here's what I think you should do, Jack. And Jack goes, oh, finally, is someone – I've been waiting for someone to tell me what to do. What should I do? And then he says – He says break up with Madison because because if Madison is your second place, that's not right and you need to save yourself for grace in case she ever comes back to you. And Jack says – Okay. <laughs> no. What does he say? He says no. Oh, no, because he loves Madison. <laughs> right. See, in my brain, I edited it out, and I thought he said yes because I thought that he just wanted to be with Grace. No, he says no. Speaking of yeah. being with Grace, yeah, what is Tom up to right now, Sam? Well, we get about ten straight seconds of Tom standing in the kitchen just fucking staring at Grace and Grant Barreling kissing. them. Absolutely barreling them as they are just lips intertwined. Uh, like, the PDA is kind of excessive. Like, just fucking, like, go around the corner and do this. But, like, yeah. you really need to do this in front of your mom and brother. Yeah. But, but the fact Tom, that Tom... do you need to fucking yeah, stare to at them, this? you fucking creep? I mean, we are watching Tom watch Grace and Grant, and I feel very voyeuristic about the whole it's affair. It's very weird. It's super weird. And and, uh, and then Grant finally leaves. They they say goodbye, like, five times and kiss, like, 15 times, and then Grant leaves. So fucking funny. And then... And then Grace almost like immediately oh my starts God. texting him. God, and teens Tom these is like, days. Ugh. Women be texting. T- teenage women be texting is the thing. Yeah, I'm so. I hey, fucking sorry, Tom, that you've never known anyone in your life who you have like any sort of connection with that you can have a that you like want to talk to them because you're such a fucking hateful piece of shit. <sighs> 
he does like to watch them kiss though I just like to watch you guys. He just likes uh, to watch So Tom gets a call and and he's like, hello. hello. He says it in a, in, a, in a sort of suggestive way. I have this theory that mm-hmm. I'm so sure is true based on something that he said a couple episodes ago when he was like, what would I know about girlfriends? I swear to God, he has a secret girlfriend that he got from the power of the bus. But they... <laughs> the thing about the bus is that's where all relationships are formed. I'm so sure that's going to I really happen. do I'm love s- the fact that the writers of the show were like, how can we, how can we get, what should we tell Tom to get him a girlfriend? A bus. That's right. right. That sounds right. Okay. Right. It's time. Here's the thing, Sam. We're like halfway into this episode of the show, right? I'm getting a little flaccid. I think I need something for the fellas. Shut up. We cut to Nora and Ollie, and it doesn't At start Ricky's yet, apartment. but just get yourself primed for the prime time because cause they're they're very proud of Ricky going to college. Uh, yeah, Nora says maybe you'll be a doctor or a lawyer or a candlestick maker. Funny, God, so funny. And uh, funny. Nora says it's so exciting. We should all open a bottle of milk, 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 and. Uh, this is where they introduce sort of a what I'm assuming is going to be a big conflict for Ricky and Amy, uh, much like in the hit movie High School Musical 3, where where uh, Ricky is dating Amy, but he wants to go to college, but it's too far. So what if they have to break up, right? Uh-huh. So I'm sure they're going to make big, important life decisions around the fact that they want to stay together. But they do have a yeah, kid. And Ollie so says, Ollie says, hey, Ricky, if they're asking you to if they're asking an interview, then that means that you're almost definitely going to get in, which is a huh? cool expectation to set huh? for the team viewers. Oh, also, hey, Ricky, Ricky gets some if you're gonna interview by a college. That means you're definitely you're getting definitely in. If that get doesn't in. happen, then fuck, you must really have fucked up. You Man, piece of shit. secret life tells me a lot of life lessons. Ricky gets a plate of Oreos, you know, because he's an adult. Hydrox. Hi- sorry, I don't think they're I don't think they're Oreos or hydrox cookies hydrax hydrax man that is such an when i think okay sorry for the tangent but when i think of delicious food i think of something that sounds like a chemical detergent yeah well i mean fucking hydrax invent hydrox invented oreos oreos fucking stole it from them yeah but but one of them is called oreos which i think i think of oreos and i say that sounds delicious and i think of hydrox and i think that's poisonous if i ate one of those i would die (laughs) i I mean hydrox does make me think of borax i I do want to say, I don't think that Oreos is a particularly appetizing... It sounds, it sounds like, like the name of a snack food, though. Yeah, I guess. Anyway, uh, so Ricky leaves the room to get the Hydrax, and Ollie, and Ollie says that Nora should go back to school, too. Who fucking cares? And uh, Dad... <laughs> They have this conversation, like, oh, you should, you're smart, you should go back. It's like, who could fucking care? Yeah. Who and gives then, a shit? And then, but but uh, you know what I do give a shit about is and they start me- mecking out. They start kissing so, a bunch. Oh, nice. Because oh, they man. lesbians, not gay men. If, it, if gay men kissed, it would be gay. <laughs> It'd be really gross if they did it, but because it's two ladies, nice. That's hot. And then Ricky walks in on his mom doing this, and he says, he says, I don't. I don't mind if you make out in the apartment because, you know, that gives us a lot of ratings from the fellas. Uh, you two should take your shirts off when you do it. That would and really that would They, it they ask more. him how he feels about Adrian and Ben getting married. And quick nitpick interjection that yeah. I noticed on my second viewing. Uh, Nora tells Ollie that she's like, oh, Ben and Adrian are getting married. And she goes, wow, in high school? How does Ollie know who Ben and Adrian are, but not everyone know about knows that? everyone in small town LA, Sam? How do you not know right, this? How does she not like? What did Nora tell? Like, fucking whatever. So Ricky's adult, like, no, Ricky's friends, Adrian and Ben are getting married. Oh, Ricky's two adults in their twenties, friends. Yes, car ladies. It's fine. Friends. And then uh, he says, "I don't care." And then she, uh, they go, "Well, 
How would you feel about us getting married? And his response is, you're old enough to get married, which is a really weird response because they're clearly asking you that for a reason. Yeah, this is the weirdest thing is that they ask him like three times and he doesn't ever see, he he only like for the third time is like, oh, you, oh, I guess you actually do want to get married and you're asking me. And then he says, of course I don't mind. And then Nora barrels the camera and says, she she looks directly directly at the camera and says, she says the words, I don't know why anyone would mind us getting married. Right, and then they and then they fucking get back to kissing. And nice, and God, I would mind. I, I hope they get married so they can do lots more kissing on the show. They have kissed seven times. Like, can you fucking please they have been bring on Leon screen. and Donovan back to like make out just, on screen for a, a minute? Fucking, so that where is Griffin? Where, where is who? Griffin? Who? Where is he? Who? They had a nice. They had a who? nice gay couple that could have who? been so good. Griffin and Peta, eh, remember? It was who? so funny. Who? What happened? Who? Who? What so if Adrian what if is in her car with Tom? That's who called Tom, and he went, "Hello, it is Adrian with Tom." And she's like, "I don't want to get married." And he says, "I love you, Adrian, and because I love you, I have to say this: you should get married." Like, fucking thanks. <laughs> I'm not. I don't even need to listen to any of your thoughts. I just need to tell you, you should get married. No, it's because he's such a nice guy, and he thinks should. he's sort of giving up on her, and he's being a good, a nice guy. And maybe if he does that, she'll be like, "Wow, Tom, that was so nice of you of of like putting your feelings aside and telling me Let's to get fuck. married." I'm so gonna she, fuck you and leave Ben. Yeah, I'm gonna fuck you in this car in Ben's driveway, and then I'm gonna get pregnant again. And she says that she feels better, and she's like, "I just needed someone to talk to about this," and like, don't. Don't tell anyone, Tom. And he says, you can trust me. I want to be your friend for life. And then they do a pinky promise. And it's a really cute moment that's ruined completely by, by the, the fact, fact that, that Tom, Tom is 100 fucking percent of the time that Tom is on screen with anyone who's not Adrian. He's treating them like shit. Yeah, I still. Because I, he doesn't want to fuck anyone else. It, literally. I the ju- only reason he's nice to Adrian is because he wants to fuck her. He treats everyone else like shit because he's a they fucking the asshole. They could have made Tom a nice character. I don't know why they didn't. They could have made Tom, like, the one character. Like, th- what they should have done and when they were making the show is they're going to be like, we're going to have this ki- this this kid with Down syndrome, or this adult with Down syndrome. He was, he was 18 when the show started. And we're going to make him this great guy that everyone likes. But then they just like, made him this awful guy that, that if you like him, there's something. I don't think you need to even. He doesn't just make him like, like a the character fucking, that like, isn't mean all the time. Right. He doesn't need to be like, oh, my God, the the, the character with Down syndrome no, is like. But the he most should be a likable. Like, you don't need to do that. Just fucking. Why, does, why, why is, is he, he so, so mean awful? all the time? Jesus. Like, they went out of their way to make the person with Down syndrome he's the so worst character. Mean it's so To weird. literally everyone but Adrian, and he's only nice to her because he wants to fuck her. Anyway, uh, Leo, Leo is at work, and, uh, it's Camille again, just, you know. Leo's, Leo gets to work, and it's playing funny music, and I literally have no idea Cause, why. Because she's, because Camille says he's late, and, you know, women, you know. He, yeah, they're... he says he's late because he drove himself since Mike is with Betty. Like, does he, does he not know how to drive? <laughs> I'm I'm no chauffeur. I don't know how to drive as fast as Mike. <laughs> but like, and then Camille says, "Poor Mike," because he has to be there in this weird situation. And Leo goes, "Hey, Betty's mother might really be dying, you know." Like, oh, that would make it better for Mike. Look, what Mike wants is to watch an old woman die. Right. Well, he does that a lot at his job. And then Camille <laughs> says that Christ, she learned. Dude. What? 
don't. He's a fixer. When he how often? How often? People. I've seen lots of mob movies. I'm. A, I was a big fan. They're always killing. When I was ladies. in high school, and this speaks a lot to to sort of the kind of person I was in high school. Uh, my my I very proudly would say that my favorite movies were Shawshank films. Redemption and The Godfather. Films. Those are films, not movies. They're Sorry, films. my favorite films. I would have said films in high school. Make sure you say them loudly so that everyone knows that you're spelling yeah, I them. I love The Godfather. Like film the fan. film The Godfather was so good. And I don't remember any old women being beaten to death with golf clubs. That's mostly that what happens in the movie. And Camille says that she learned on the information <laughs> no, highway. No, 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 no. You're thinking of Granny Slammy too. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of Grandma's Boy. <laughs> You're thinking of <laughs> jackass grandma kills an old woman with a golf club. Jackass grannies. <laughs> Boy, does there is that a movie that no one in the well somebody would want to see it? They'd be somebody pretty twisted. Uh, uh, so so, so Camille, Leo says, "Can you?" No, so, no, no. Hmm? You're skipping some important stuff. Hmm? Oh yeah, but Camille says just is, Camille says. I learned on the information highway that there's no listing of Betty's mom's name in any hospitals within two hundred miles. What? Within two hundred miles of. I don't know, which, like, <laughs> I just go to hospitals.com and I type in Betty's mom and no. What year is it that she's calling it the information superhighway? Fucking surely you cannot go to fucking website to look up who's in a hospital. Hold on. Who is in a hospital right now? Dot com. Quick side Now note. it's saying... That I'm in a hospital, which is kind of weird. Oh, well, you're in a coma. Jordan? No! Wake up. Jordan, you have to wake up. Oh, God. This again. Okay. So, uh... <laughs> <laughs> so, so, quick side note. I don't know what made me think of this, but I found out that Mimsy's actress uh, does a lot of female old lady voices in Skyrim. Fun fact. Anyway. Makes sense. Uh, so, uh... Leo, blah, 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 Leo blah, blah, is blah, like, blah. I gotta go to the, the wedding and... Will you come with me? And she oh, says, she she, uh, she also Camille also says that she learned that Betty's brother uh, recently filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, I fucking don't know if you can. Look so they set up right, this like weird romantic will they won't they nonsense with Leo and uh. Camille, and I f- am so not here for it. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like, hey, can you come to the wedding with me? And she goes, wow, we haven't been on a date in a long time. Jesus and he Christ. goes, that I'm a married man, and they we've never been on a date. And she goes, what about all those dinners and fundraisers you used to drag me to? And he says, that was for business. I didn't drag you there. You always said you wanted to go. Maybe You said maybe you'd meet someone. And she goes, maybe I did. God. So so I guess Camille is... is he's he... your married boss. Fucking stop. Yeah, I don't understand. And he's a very powerful man. Like, he can yeah. make you disappear. If he thinks that, like, office nonsense is going to happen and... Do you... Yeah. This is the boss, okay? This is the boss. Do you see his rings? Do you see the rings that spell out the boss? If he He's, if he moves yeah, his fingers uh, so, apart slightly, it says it says dab os, and that's kind of awesome nice. if you think about it. By the way, <laughs> let's not like Leo's. This is fucking weird that Don't Leo's doing this. Don't mess with me, too. Camille. I'm dab os. It's fucking weird that Leo is like, yeah, it's gonna be great. Just Adrian, Ben, Adrian's parents, me, and, and, and you, you, my secretary. My secretary. Watch these two children get married. That's very weird. She, but she agrees. Uh, so speaking of weird. Speaking of extremely weird, George is trying to fuck the counselor. Immediately, he walks in. He says he asks. He's asking how Ashley's doing, and then he sees he like sniffs out her her two uh, her two X chromosomes. He just sort of gets the sense of that in his nose, and then he's just this like, oh yes, 
Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. And then he and just he says, is like, "How's Ashley doing?" And she says, "Really well." And he says, "Maybe a little too well." To- he's to- Toby because uh, he's and, doing all uh, the studying with Toby. Sex. And uh, O'Malley's like, "Yeah, her study buddy seems to be helping a lot, but I hope that not too whatever." And then she says, "I'll see if I can get them set up with some sort of group activity only." And then George goes, "Right, neither of them likes groups or activities." All right, time for about George. You? Yeah, do you like groups? This is the fucking best opener. This is what I, when I go, and I, yes, I have a a girlfriend of of almost five years, but when I go to the super seducer bar and like the (laughs) British man is there and he says, try it, try an opener, try, do you like groups or would you like to, to do things solo? He's fucking inviting her to a Georgie. He's trying. (laughs) It's a Georgie for one. Right. Do (laughs) Do you like groups or do you want to just fuck me? Which one? And she says she has a boyfriend, and then he says, "Oh, I see, like a serious boyfriend." Oh, let's have li- let's have d- lunch and talk about it. Right? She's like, "We've been together for years," and he says, "Are you engaged?" And she says, "No." And he says, "Hmm." hmm. So Sounds you've like... been together for years, and you're not even engaged, huh? Sounds like you might be bored. Let's get lunch and talk about it. And fuck. And she says, "She's like, what happened to his power? No, he used to make. No, I will women. not do that. He used to have to spot them away. What happened?" What he happened forgot. to the show? Forgot. Oh, he and, forgot. Then, and then George, George uh, leaves. Good, thank God. And then he somehow fucking completely misses Ashley, who is yeah, standing in the exact same spot that right Ricky by and him, were earlier. Which, which is really when you think about the situation of why Ashley would be at school. Sure, makes this a lot more confusing because Ashley, the only reason she comes right, to because school, because George brought her to school. Yeah, he to brought her to school and just completely ignored her. And then said, I'm going to talk to Miss O'Malley while you're outside. I'm horny. Well, no, no, she, was, she wasn't outside. O'Malley says that she was meeting with Mr. British Man. Oh, Mr. Malkovich. Mr. Malkovich. I forgot yeah, about yeah. Mr. Malkovich. Uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Ashley Ashley asks, or what? What happens? Uh, oh, right. George leaves, and then Ashley is standing there, and she's like, wow. And then Amy comes up, and she's They're like, hey, like, what's wow. going on? And Ashley says, Dad just hit on O'Malley. And Amy goes, <laughs> what? What? Uh, Amy what? asks, Amy asks uh, if she's going to go stay with Anne, and uh, Amy wants Toby to go to meet Anne. And Ashley's like, you'd leave me alone I, with Toby? I'm so confused about this, because it really seems like Amy is trying to get Ashley to leave so that she can have sex with Ricky. Yeah, or maybe she's trying to get Ashley to leave so he she can have sex with Toby. She's trying to get Ashley to leave because she fucking hates Ashley. Yeah, that's actually there. the real reason is that Ashley sucks and why would she want Ashley around? Uh, Amy yeah, so apologizes like, to Miss... You go- you go, you go with Toby to mom's, and because you can introduce her to Toby, and then uh, you can babysit for Roberto because they, they want to go to the wedding. And Ashley says, "Ah, leaving me and Toby essentially alone. Great idea." Essentially, because Ashley essentially. also forgot that she doesn't want to have sex with Toby. Essentially, I like the word "essentially" because it means well, that Roberto they know exists. that Roberto is going to be there if they bone. It's fine. Essentially, fuck in front of a baby, they won't remember. God, shut up, dude. No way. Stop that. Don't do that. Don't fucking fuck uh, my baby. Don't fuck. Don't fuck. Never be horny, don't fuck. please. Don't fuck. Don't. So horniness Ashley... is illegal in in 2019. It's 2019 and so horniness Ashley is banned. leaves, and then Amy makes. Oh no! I set up an opportunity for my sister to have sex, and I'm against that again right now. Face. And then O'Malley comes out of her office, and Amy's like, "Sorry about my dad." And O'Malley's like, "I I, I don't know what you're talking about." Uh, yeah, hey. Then... Uh, did Ricky tell you about the college interview? And then Amy says no. And then O'Malley goes, <laughs> well, all right. She and says, leaves. oh, your horrible friends are coming. I'm going to go hide so I don't have to hear this. And uh, then Lauren and Madison walk up and Lauren goes, hey, guess who just called me? 
Jesse. He wanted me to know he has a new girlfriend. Lauren, Lauren, guess what? My bird learned how to say Joe Biden. <laughs> so this is great. I guess. <sighs> Don't is even Jesse try on to the think jealousy about it. train now? Like, is he doing the make her jealous thing? Because why uh, else would he? Why no, would he no, do, no, no, he's, he's going to college. Let it go. You didn't doing, like her. He's pulling a jack. Is what he's doing. He doesn't you didn't like her. She didn't like you. You were going to college. Why would you? What is he doing? Remember when? Uh, remember when Lauren said that it would be that having no boyfriend would be better than having him as a boyfriend? Yes. <laughs> why is this happening? Well, he's obviously and Madison, trying to make her jealous because he's going to college, and you know. Madison says, "Hey, you know what they say." Old boyfriends always circle back around, and yeah, that I, is you what. Know oh, that you know is who what says that is the it's fucking not over script. Till it's o- yeah, it's not over till it's over, right? That's what this episode is. This is the episode oh, right. trying the point to of reignite all and Jesse. the old flames. And then Madison's like, "Do you want Jesse back?" And Lauren says, "I think the real question is if old boyfriends circle back around, aren't you afraid that Jack's gonna go back to Grace?" And they just fucking made up this dumbass saying that doesn't exist just to set up Lauren to say that to Madison. Yes, it's sort of like you know what happens in Bologna, right? That's <laughs> right. like this. They can the, you you should know at this point that this show is capable of creating any piece of information, rewriting right. its old scenes, just making shit up. That's fine. Right, so Madison gets scared, and she goes to talk to Jack, and he... Apparently what happened is that Jack told Madison that he wants to have a private conversation with her after his dad leaves, and I was like, man, I really hope this is him telling her that he's moving to Phoenix, but I was really confused by this, because I missed the part where Jack said, nope, he doesn't want to break up with Madison, because he loves her so much. (laughs) So I thought he was gonna break up with her, but then, you know, he saw her, and he saw that she, you know, is female, and he got horny, and he's just like, Madison... I love you, and I never realized just how much I loved you. Right, and I just right, want to be right, with you. right, right, right. Disregard and says, the fact that I literally, in another scene, told my dad that. The by the way, he says I've... that he says that this isn't the time or place for this conversation, which is which. I don't know what you're talking about, man. This is the hallway at school. It's the hallway at and, school. You have to say anything here. And yeah, she's she's like, just tell me what you wanted to say, and I he goes, you. "I've been an idiot. I never realized how much I love you." <laughs> Fuck off. What is it about her that you love, my dude? nothing you could have any adult because he doesn't like her or like being with her and he doesn't want to have sex you should fucking hook up with car lady <laughs> no that's a well they're the same age but so yeah madison they're both just horny they need to stop but they're not <laughs> you're right his problem is that he isn't horny he doesn't want to have sex he's saving himself for grace who doesn't want to have sex with him he's and incel madison's like madison's like so, hey, what made you realize that? Your dad? And he says, yeah. And she says, well, I guess he likes me more than Grace. Jesus yeah. Christ. Here's a, here's a sort of a, a brain puzzler, a quandary for you. Mm-hmm. Jack isn't having sex right now. Yep. Jack is not having sex because he doesn't feel like having sex. But the right. reason he doesn't feel like having sex is because he's upset about Grace. Is he right. incel or is he Valsel? Would you say that he's purposefully not having sex, or would you say that he's 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 just something about his situation is keeping him from doing it? I would say that he's incel. You, would, I agree. I think he's incel. I'm glad we're on the same yeah, page. Yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, so because we know what a fucking cuck he is. So we cut to Adrian and Ben walking through the hallway, holding hands. And they then love we cut each to other. Amy watching them with a look on her face that I hope it's sad. Is she's, she's? I hope that the look on her face is. Yikes, Ben gave me that baggage to hold yesterday, and I feel weird seeing this, and not, I have feelings, I have feelings for, for Ben. I realized. No, it's, it's, the, it's, I'm sorry, Sam, it's the second one. I just realized that. I we get, we get, we get more hints of it later in the episode. 
Great. And then they talk briefly, and they're like, oh, we're really doing this, huh? Who cares? And then they walk away, and Amy's still standing there watching This them, is my favorite like, part of the episode. This is my favorite thing. Wishing it was you. Huh? Wishing it was you. No, 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 no. The part where Ricky shows up and he tells her about his college interview and uh, and she asks. Well, that's not exactly that's not exactly what happens. First oh, right. of all, he does say wishing it was you, and she says no, and then she says, "Are you?" And he says, "No," and then she says, "I promise." You didn't tell me you got into college, and he, he says, "I didn't," which is true. He didn't. Yeah, he didn't. Uh, and then she she wants to know what school he's got an interview at. Yeah, and here we go. Here we I go. was so not ready for this to happen. He pull he so she says, "What school are you going to or getting an interview at?" And she, he pulls a piece of paper out of his pocket and shows it to her, and she goes, "Wow, I didn't know you could do that with not money." And I'm kind right, of impressed. Exactly. I've never I've never seen that before. I want to see I want to see every month with a large amount of money, not the name of a school. I want to see I want to see a scene where they're at Jeff's, the only bar and grill, and he's like, "What? What can I? What can I get for your order today, sir?" Because that's how Jeff sounds. And then Ricky pulls out a piece of paper, and he's like, "Wow, <laughs> wow, wow, <laughs> wow! What an really? order! What an order! This kid's awesome. He's gonna get chicken and a pita. That's what they let him get. That's the thing our grandma does, by the way." <laughs> Our grandma, she, Our grandma she just, goes to restaurants. They let me get just a plain just, grilled chicken breast in a pita. She just makes up her own orders and then and, sort and of the, lets and the them. the waiter has to say okay because she prefaces it with, they let, they me, let get, me get this. You can do whatever you want as long as you, you, uh, you before you do it, say that you're allowed to do it. Oh my god. They let me kill whoever I want. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. They let me drive this golf club into your skull. <laughs> Beep boop. Uh, so, uh, so, uh, so yeah, Amy, Amy uh, Ricky, Ricky's, or Amy, I think, points out that it's like, oh, it's far away. Uh oh. And then he yeah. says, it's just a possibility. And I still don't even know if I want to go to college. And that's why I've been applying to all these colleges. I'm a very mixed up I teenager. I don't have any issue with that. He's keeping his options open. That's fine. But he doesn't want to go. <laughs> he's saying He's over keeping and over his options again. open in case she decides she wants to move in again. <laughs> that's and then right. He, he needs it out. And then he goes to college. He needs it out. That's so healthy. God, that's right. healthy. And, and uh, he, he's like, it's just a possibility. Like, we can decide what we're going to do uh, after I actually get in. And then uh, this is this is almost nice. He's He can, like, tell that she's sad because she, like, pictured the three of them living above the butcher shop. And she goes to school and he works. And then she's like, she's that's okay. I, I always picture that. But I can adjust that picture. And she says that she's proud of him. And she says that she's excited for him. And that's nice, which is, uh, and then, I mean... <laughs> What does It'd Ricky be nicer do? if Ricky wasn't on my shit list in this episode, but whatever. What does Ricky do to sort of alleviate? The well, Ricky tension? says Ricky's like, I don't know, Amy. I, the truth is, I don't, I don't know if we can make our relationship work like this. You and me at our age with a kid, me maybe going to college, but I think it might work if we started having sex. But don't worry, folks. He's I'm joking. He's joking. It's you can tell that he's joking because he said it. He said he was joking. Funny joke, Ricky. Look at how Amy's laughing. So saying the Amy, entire Amy time. sure funny is joke, yeah. funny joke. If you just say if you just say the same thing over and over again, but then one time you say I'm joking, it you know it's then I realize it was a running joke. It was funny. Satire requires a clarity of purpose and target, lest it be mistaken for and contribute to the thing that it is supposed to be satirizing. The use of words expressing something other than their literal intention. Okay. What is that from? That's from Futurama. Uh, that right. is uh, irony. So, so then Ricky says that he wants to see her and John after his interview Friday night, and then O'Malley walks you, by and I'm says, gonna, "Better, much I'm better." Tell something to you, Amy, and I hope you don't get upset. I was so excited. So cool, for him by to the way, like, that O'Malley is trying to help this student get laid. 
Yeah, he, she's like, she's like, much better. Do the romance. I'm a king counselor. I want you to have sex. Here, take a condom. I have a bowl of them in my <laughs> office. Remember episode one? Uh, and yeah, Ricky and says, then... uh, he's like, I'm going to tell you something, Amy, and I hope it doesn't upset you. Ricky says that Adrian texted him. And but wait, said, but, 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 hmm? but, but before oh, that. Oh, she's, Amy's already upset. She, she's like, he's, he's like, I need, I want to talk to you later. Not here in the hallway in case you get upset. And she says, I'm already upset. That's my I'm secret getting the cap. You want out of this relationship. But like, also, come on, Ricky. This is the, it's the hallway. It's the hallway. You can talk this about where anything do here. This is where you do so, it. So yeah, he tells her the truth. He says that Adrian texted him saying that she had doubts about the wedding and wanted, and uh, he said he didn't text her back and then invited Nora and Ollie over in case Adrian came by, which, uh, I mean. He's like, I don't want to hear it. And then Adrian says, shrimp arresting. Ben told resting. me the same thing. Hmm. Uh, so yeah, now we have two people talking about how they don't want to get married. So wouldn't it right, be weird if this like, episode. You know, you hmm. know. We could probably talk them out of getting married, but it wouldn't be the right thing to do. Unless you still have feelings for Ben. And she says, no, unless you still have feelings for Adrian. And then they stare at each other and it fades to black. Man, all this talk about how much these two teenagers don't want to get married. Wouldn't it be really weird if this episode ended with a sweet wedding scene? That'd be so weird. I just, I'm going to answer that question for you. No, neither of you still has feelings for Adrian or Ben. That's it. But what if they did, Sam? No, but they don't. You can't they don't. discount the fact no, they don't. that they, they definitely don't. They don't. Sam, they don't. They absolutely. They've been absolutely through so don't. much together. Ricky right, they, made they a commitment. Fucking don't you remember they, they that they still don't. have a commitment to each other, Sam, Adrian, and Ricky? That's a sacred commitment that he made. Right. In they they definitely don't, though. They don't have feelings, but huh? they do. They just don't. No, because right, think I'm about ju- it. I'm just saying that. I'm just saying that they don't. Though. Okay, but what if there's, you know? No, they don't. They, it was, they, they were don't, each other's first loves. Right, but they they definitely don't. And then that's not even true. So. So Leo gives we're ben, we're at yeah, Ben's, uh, Ben's tux. room. He's getting He's ready for a football around, and then Leo gives him his mom's old handkerchief, and he says, "If at any it still moment has your mom's snot and tears like... on it, I didn't clean it." <sighs> Gross. If at any moment you feel like you want out, wave that at me, and we'll run. <laughs> wave and that at me, and I'll bring I'll bring my the driver in. He'll wipe out. Joking. I'll wipe out everyone in the room with it. He'll he'll do it with his club. When I see your face. Sam, where do you think Ricky learned his good golf skills? Do you think that maybe Mike, because Leo is, you know, Leo is his dad, and do you think Mike maybe gave him oh, some pointers? Not a thing that I would change, because you're amazing just the way you are. Mike? Hey, Bruno, how you doing today? I don't think this overlap doesn't, I, this doesn't feel right. I feel like Bruno Mars is way too recent for this show, but I guess no, I'm No, it, it, it works. Uh, I, we found I out. I mean, it, it definitely, it definitely isn't because the alternative would be impossible, but. This is, this is <laughs> a, a little, this is a, one of Bruno Mars's lesser known tracks. Not a lot of people know this one. This is from when he was sort of an indie artist working for, <laughs> for exposure. Uh, just, 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 just the, the song doesn't. It doesn't work very well. To... It doesn't really work very well. That's like a song that's like, I don't it's just now, like You know what would have been a really good song for this would have been, Hey, hey, you, you, I don't like my girlfriend. That would have been nice. pretty funny for Ben. So they're getting, they're, there's a, we're getting a montage of Grace and Grant doing. are playing Adrian's, chess. Henry yeah, Adrian's Alice. getting ready for their wedding. Grace is owning Grant's balls at chess. Now, nitpick time. Nitpick time. Henry and Alice, what are they doing? They're, they're signing a giant card for a giant gift. Right, and where are they doing it? They're doing it in somewhere. What surface are they signing the oh, card on? Oh, they're signing on? it on a bed. 
Right. Just fucking right next to the desk. Why aren't you using the fucking desk, you freaks? Because all those two can think about is beds and being in beds. Oh, you're right. Yeah. (laughs) Right. They don't want to they don't want to sign it on the desk because then they'll be like, this is bed. We fuck on desks. We fuck on desks. And they break the desk. Uh, I think Uh, that Alice, what do you think Alice is sort of Yakuza adjacent present she's getting him? I don't know. Maybe a knife to cut off his finger if he ever betrays Adrian. Yeah, probably. And then Anne walks down the stairs and that fucking guy sees her and we see Roboroto for the first time in like a fucking okay, real time year. Okay, can I year. say, as we, as, as often as we make fun of how John is so old, Roboroto is, is about- not the same baby. First of all, it's not the same baby. Second of all- This looks nothing like Roboroto. <laughs> Roboroto is, is this like- baby? Roborto- Who is this baby? <laughs> Roboroto is at least one years old. He should not right. look that's like the, th- the way he that's does. That's the thing. We give them a lot of shit because they, they kept the same baby, which means that the baby ages way too fast. And now but they switched up the baby, so the baby they ages They switched up the baby for a baby that looks nothing like the first baby. <laughs> he's been, it's been so long, I don't even remember what the kid, I think he's got a full head of hair now. <laughs> right. And this he's blonde, so he looks just like his mom and his dad, both of whom are blonde. <laughs> By the way, Anna's like in a dress. She's going to this wedding to be to to be catty at this lady. Yeah, women be catty, you know. Uh, She's actually fucking going to the wedding that she doesn't want to go to. Jack, and then, uh, Jack is Jack. This is a sort of a wait, wait, before that. Before that, oh. Ashley and Toby are also here because oh they're God. here. Yeah, and they're gonna fuck because Ashley forgot that she doesn't want to. And then Ashley gives Roboroto to Toby because she hates him. Yeah, she she hates Roboroto or Toby. Yes. Well, you know, George she never wanted that moose. baby to happen. George Pets Moose. Oh, by the way, this part, my notes are a little bit uh, sparse here. Mm-hmm. I think that there wasn't much going on anyway. But at this point in the episode, uh, our secret older brother was here and uh-huh. he watched this with me. Yeah. And then I spent, I would say I spent the better part of an hour, like, telling, like, explaining what was going on, which <laughs> led to me being like, okay, so, okay, before this, they were, because bra- she kissed and then they yeah. were in the driveway. It's inscrutable. <laughs> It it really is amazing, like, explaining the events of this show to someone who knows nothing about it. It really gives you, like, I thought I knew how ridiculous this show was, but it no. really gave me a new perspective. Because we're doing how one, fucking wild yeah, this is. Yeah. It's a lot of was, it is he just was like, people wait, so, watching other people kiss and that sort of thing. He's like, wait, them. so so that's her that's her stepdad? So what happened to her? Oh, well, they had sex they had and sex he died and he in a died. plane crash. Okay, but you're you're implying that our older brother saw Jeff, which we will never see him again. Well, I th- Jeff came up. It's That's the true. thing is explaining anything requires me to go back to, to explain, season like, one. Ten more things. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so George sees George looks out the window and he sees uh, Camille and he's just like boy, oy, 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 and then boy, uh, yeah, the size Leo, of George's boner grew three sizes. Leo looks at Camille and does uh 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 don't you dare gesture at her like, yeah, he's like don't from- don't fucking go near that, that guy. That guy he's is bad creep. news. That guy's gonna leave his socks all over your heart. Yeah, Camille's like waving at him, like, "Oh, hey, hey, pussy magnet, I can see from across the fucking street." She just why is yeah. they still don't close their blinds? <laughs> because I mean, that's how George gets to see that choice. No, what? No, why did I say that? I looked that out. I was trying to think of a word for vagina, and I said a bad one. He wants to see so that Jack choice. Jack goes over puss, to Madison's, puss. and they make out for a second. They make out for a second, Jordan. They do. Who does? And then who does? Jack and Madison. Oh, right. She she starts pulling him upstairs. <laughs> she starts pulling him upstairs, which is funny because we know for a fact that her bedroom is on the first floor, but whatever. And well, anyway, she wants to have sex with him. And the, she's like, his... let's go have sex. But then Jack Whoa. remembers that he doesn't want to have sex with her. And he's like, no. So why is this still Why are they in this relationship? <laughs> Adrian Who comes... wants this? Adrian walks down the aisle of the living room in her wedding dress and Ben makes, wow. Who ships Jadison? 
Me. There is oh, one so, teenager yeah, who's making Ma- bad uh, Jadison AMVs right now. Yeah, and then we're we're at the wedding. There's nothing to say about it, and just the way you are is still blasting. When I see you, and then a- but Amy wait, looks out but the wait, window. But wait, Amy looks out the window and she sees Ben, and Ben's looking. And she's kinda, like, "Oh no, oh no, I have feelings for him still." I still can't tell for sure though. If you it's and Gay gotta one like, day. What are you so doing, much ben? You drama. Told me that you didn't want to do this. What if she realized? Think about all the drama. That's like an want, entire season's worth it. of it's drama. Not good she drama. Reali- she wants it. She's gonna want it's it. It's not good but guess- drama to do a will they want no, it back wait, and forth wait, wait, wait. 50 wait, wait, wait. fucking times Sam, Sam, the same You know what would be so good? What if Amy decided to have sex? There was sex- no reason wait, for it. It's not up. good drama. Shut up. Listen. What if Amy had finally had sex with Ricky so she could tell Ben about it and it would make him jealous? There, There's nothing. This isn't even like, there wasn't even anything to be like. What if Amy, Amy got pregnant like, again to make Ben jealous? There was nothing even to be like Amy's like. Oh man, something sparked my feelings to come like that, that it it just didn't happen. You can't just be like I don't have feelings for you. Now, now I, I do. do though. Yeah. Like there's no reason for it. They never fucking talk except no, because to yell at each other and apologize for yelling at each this other. This show has a magical rule, which means if a character says that their relationship is fully forever over, that means you can guarantee the that next they will, episode that next episode they will at least float the idea by like Gra- yeah. grace and jack haven't had a couple moments since they broke up but they've been hinting all this time just in case the shippers out there want hey extra. i'm just gonna i'm just gonna put this on the record right now if grace and jack get back together by the end of the show i'm gonna cut my balls off <laughs> in honor of jack are you taking up the <laughs> posi- you're taking up his position you're like there's always <laughs> right. gotta be one uh, that's not true, by the way. I'm not going to do that. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. You're not? Oh, I actually thought you were going to go through with it. No, uh, Ricky sorry. shows up with so, a dozen red roses. And a they dozen make red roses. And, and they then, make out. Uh, and, and when you smile, I mean, and then uh, they uh, kiss, and then Ben and Adrian also kiss because they're gave, made of Ben gave Adrian a fancy diamond bracelet that Leo gave the her. The whole it. world stops us. Girl, you're amazing. amazing. Thanks, thanks, uh, thanks. Uptown, funk you up. Uptown, funk you up. And that's friend of <laughs> Who are your favorite and least favorite characters this episode? Uh, let's see. Favorite character. <sighs> I don't know, maybe Amy, I guess. Mine is Grant. Uh, Grant didn't really do anything this episode. He kissed Grace, and Grace was happy, and then he left. He did leave, and that was pretty That good. was all he did in the episode. Uh, least favorite character, probably Ricky. No, Ricky my favorite character Buffing. this episode was Miss O'Malley, except for the weird, like, trying to get Ricky laid thing. That's bad, though, and I don't like it. That's Ricky true. Ricky fucking sucked this episode. Ricky I can't, was my least favorite character this I can't, episode. I can't discard that, or discount that. I guess you're right. Yeah, I guess my favorite character was... Amy and my least favorite was Ricky, I guess. I don't like that Grant was my favorite character ever, but Grant keeps being your favorite character because he's so benign these days. He just doesn't do. He anything doesn't do anymore, anything objectionable. I appreciate that his his dad does, but he is very empty. He doesn't do much. Fairy tales can come true. That was a little bit Bernie. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was talking to Nathan about that scene. Oops, I said our old brother's secret name, and uh, I was talking to Nathan about that scene and. Uh, he had, he had something funny to point out, which is, uh, just imagine the visual of, he's singing, it could happen to you, come on, dance, you two, and they're like, and then he goes, dance, and then they get up, and Uh they're like, and they start, 
They start s- flossing. <laughs> they really sadly. Me too. Yeah. And they're flossing, and then they start whipping and nay-naying, and he goes, <laughs> now watch me whip. Now Wouldn't watch me nay-nay. And then he says, okay, kids, now, now do orange you justice. You already know who it is. Vic Volberg, the voice of sports. Vic Volberg, the voice of sports, commentating on Fortnite, which is out in 2010 when this season, wait, I don't know. When this anyway, season. that was stupid. Uh, that was very stupid. Twitter, uh, no, whoops. If you have a question, you can send, fuck, let's go to questions. <laughs> hey, if you have a question, you can send it to jerginit.tumblr.com forward slash ask. I've been getting a lot worse at ending episodes lately. Uh, Okay. This one, this is one question. We got one, and it's from Magnificent Sepcaddy. I don't okay. know who that is. This says, what if, instead of slow... <laughs> do, do you really feel the need to be like, <laughs> I don't know who the fuck this well, is? Well, you know, when I know the person, I say friend of the show. But I don't I don't hey, know this. If someone's messaging are. us, they, they are, are a friend, friend of the show. show. You're right. You're in, you know, a stranger is just a, a stranger is just a friend you haven't met. We may so. not know who the fuck you are. No one knows you, Magnificent Sapcaddy, but now we do. What if instead of Sloat having a bunch of Sopranos actors cameo because of Steve Sharipa, everyone was a Soprano. Everyone was a Soprano. Uh, there was a bunch of Big Bang Theory actors. That's it, all right. What if we just talked like this all the time? I'm tired of waiting, Amy. That's it, all right. <laughs> it reminded me of uh, that Retsu Prey of uh, Meteora's Mask where the guy's like, all right, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Anyway. You, you will can, not make it through this video. Y- yeah, you can edit that one out as well. Uh, there were, okay, what if instead of Slit having a bunch of Soprano actors, cameo because of Steve Sharippa, there were a bunch of Big Bang Theory actors who guest starred because of Mayim Bialik, the famous person we remember. What kind of fun characters do you think Jim Parsons would play? Would he say a funny bazinga in this shit one too? No, uh, oh, okay, actually, yes, if, if, uh, if Jim Parsons was on the show, they would work a bazinga in there somehow, because the show is so fucking I think tasteless. he's contractually obligated, to say, like, just in life in general, to if say bazinga you walk up, and everything It's, it's sort of like, uh, they don't do this anymore, but apparently at Disneyland, if you walked up to any Toy Story characters and said, Andy's coming, they would all pretend to fall down. Die. They'd all fall down on the floor and stop moving. They stopped doing that once people kept doing it. Uh, and I like to imagine if you walk up to Jim Parsons and you say, say it, he has to say Bazinga. And it's, you, it's very funny. I also right, think he, he gets paid every time he says Bazinga. <laughs> right. When he's at home, he's just like, Bazinga, 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 That's why he told them that they could end the show. Cause it's just so lucrative. Is that our uh, only question? Huh? What? Is that our only question? Yeah, that's our only question, but we didn't answer it. So what kind of character do you think Jim Parsons would play? Probably. I don't know. I don't know anything about the bank, th- bank theory. I mean, once again, knowing how this show does, he would play a character very... He'd be like, I'm Shellman, and I'm a funny man. Would you like to hear about my theories? Gaboingo, and then everyone would laugh and be like, oh, Shellman. Shellman. (laughs) He'd say, he'd say, uh, when you're having a big, a big bang, how loud's the boing? And then I would say... Bagongo. I'd say Bazorgo, and I would, it'd be very funny. That's all for questions this week. Twitter.com slash jurgenit, jurgenit.tumblr.com, twitter.com slash stresses me, twitter.com slash bradipusrex is Jordan. You can find all of our episodes at secretlifepod.com. We have a Discord that you can find the link wherever you fucking go with the podcasts at it. And you have a, we have a Patreon. Uh, you don't, maybe you do. We have a Patreon that is patreon.com slash jurgenit. And you can be a patron of the show. And uh, for, for one, Listen, Jordan, I can't do take this. Take some deep breaths. Think of, think of Bazinga. 
so for one dollar you get a mildly special role in our discord access to all of our bonus content our readings of the secret diary of ashley jurgens our fan fiction readings we are getting dangerously close to starting the circle jerk where we will be watching and discussing the the fucking jerking off episode forever fucking every week forever um, forever for the forever. rest of our lives that was a hell of a thing to tell our brother about i showed him the clip and he didn't believe me uh five dollars gets you a pretty special role on our discord and a shout out in the podcast ten dollars gets you a very special role in our discord that lets you listen in on the recordings while they're happening and you can make me or jordan say anything you want in ben voice asmr, ASMR optional option. shout out to our ten and five dollar subscribers valerie w destry hawk hk stephanie ruff the smoking dad melanie bevan stephanie b pr the disaster and alexander grass dragon corbett thank, thank you all, you so very, all much. very much uh, we would also like to thank our network at noisespace.xyz, Noise where you space. can find such wonderful podcasts as Giants Confirmed. Hey, the Wonder Years. They just released it, the City Flood Girls episode of Giants do. Confirmed last week. It's really good. They just Go did the episode about the episode of Flood, the album of Flood. They did the episode about the album Flood by it's They Might very, Be Giants. It's very, very good. Good album, good episode. Listen Great to... album. And on top of that, that's the end of our episode. That's it. We aren't going to say all the Noise Space podcasts. Bye. Are we done? Bye. What do we say at the end of this? But oh, we... that's the end of the episode. Arya Stark, what do we say to the god of Jerkinet? Not that's not today. You. Huh? That's not you. That's not you. That's what they say to the god of death. <laughs> Thanks, Brenda. <laughs> what do we say to the god of death when that's, he comes to kill us? We that's say, not you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> and then he leaves. I, I guess it's not me. <laughs> you know what? I see my dog. Whenever I see... I lost my dog one time, and when I see my Bye. last dog... Thanks, Brenda. Bye. Brenda Vision. American Teenager Radio.